Welcome to You Learn Something New Every Day. I am Joan Boyko, Coordinator of Communications and Community Outreach for the Palm Springs Unified School District. We are here each Sunday at 6.30 a.m. on 99.1 FM KGX and 9 a.m. on 92.3 FM KWXY. We also invite you to download and subscribe to our podcast. It is really easy. All you have to do is go to iTunes, look for You Learn Something New, press subscribe, and you will get a new show each week. This show, of course, is produced by my dynamic duo of student interns here in the Digital Arts Technology Academy, also known as DATA, at Cathedral City High School under the direction of Mr. Bryce Johnson. Our interns are Jasmine Rivera and Myra Canseco. Thank you, thank you, ladies, for everything you do each and every week. We could not do it without you. And today on the show, I am very pleased to welcome back our Family Engagement Coordinator, Ruby Rivera. Welcome back. Thanks for having me, Joan. Absolutely. Ruby's here to talk about a very special event coming up this week. And before we get to that, Ruby, how long have you been with us and in what capacities? I've been with Palm Springs Unified, I think, for 14 years now, maybe 15 and I've been in my role as our district's family engagement coordinator uh, for four years. And that seems like forever to me at this point. <laughs> yeah, and I definitely does in uh, because of how much you've accomplished and what you've done over the past four years is just truly incredible. But I would be remiss if I did not go back uh, down the road a little bit. First of all, you are a homegrown girl, which we always love, right? You went to Palm Springs Unified Schools. I did. And it was important for me to come back. I love it here. Definitely. Yeah. And so, and your husband who also works for the district is, um, what's his new title now? He's our district's online learning coordinator. Yes. Moving forward, uh, we think there'll be There'll be a role for that now that we've um, learned about how that works and we see some some really positive proactive things we could do in the future absolutely and you know we could spend the whole show reflecting on what the past year has been like but we'll save that for another day because um, we're focused right now on the the near future but uh, before I talk about the event coming up on Saturday I did want to mention that just before you became the um, the district's parent engagement family engagement coordinator you were a teacher at first you taught at Cathedral City High and then moved over to Rancho Mirage High when they opened and you were not only the district's teacher of the year your last year but you were also one of Riverside County's Teachers of the Year, and that was really exciting. And then um, just a couple of months ago, you also became our District Certificated Administrator of the Year. So very well-deserved, and congratulations, and you earned every bit of that. Oh, thank you, Joan. I, I do see you as being one of the people that gives us constant support at the Family Center. So. Really, um, that award goes to everybody who's worked so hard um, to engage families these past years. So I appreciate you too. Well, I tell you, I've said this before when you've been on the show, like I really don't know uh, when you sleep because it seems like there's always something going on. And then outside of that, you have 
for uh, school-aged children all uh, in elementary and middle school. And I just, you know, and plus you've been navigating the whole uh, distance learning with four kids. And uh, But when we wrap up the show, I do want to talk about silver linings just a little bit, but I don't want to um, shortchange the real reason we're here today. And that is about our first Rise Up Equity Community Conference. And that's scheduled for this coming Saturday, April 24th from 10 to 12, 10 a.m. to 12.30 p.m. Give us a little overview on what that's all about. Well, we're really excited to be offering this topic to families. You know, we offer a lot of different conferences and usually they revolve around an academic theme. Um, and equity is something that our students are, are exposed to without necessarily using the word equity, um, but it's just a part of our everyday um, social emotional learning with students. We talk about we talk about words that they'd be familiar with, like diversity and culture, and we celebrate each other in schools pretty commonly. Um, but the word equity itself is not something that I think everyone has in their in their um, vocabulary at this point. And I'd love to see it become that, and not just because it's a buzzword, but because it's really important. And as a district. Um, especially this past year, we've made it a point to address equity in, at all levels. So for students um, in our district uh, human resources department, in our curriculum, and with our families. And so I decided that this was a perfect time to address this topic with our families. And I'm really seeing some positive support from the district as well. Um, and I think that a lot of teachers and administrators are really going to be participating in this conference, which will be unique. Typically, we have, um, you know, parents and their children. And this is the reason it has in the title community, because I really think it's going to bring together more people um, who have an interest in this work. So I know that Riverside County has done an equity conference for Oh, maybe the past three, four years. Maybe it's even more than that. But I don't think, well, I know we haven't done anything like this uh, at the district level. Uh, although a lot of our work this year has been with, with committees and um, maybe individual workshops, but not an actual conference. And so the I guess subtitle for this event is Parents and Teachers Putting Equity into Action. And I think um, it may be helpful to start off here to kind of define equity, because I think some people still see the words equity and equal as being the same, and that's not really the case. Can you define equity for us? Definitely. Um, so equal means that everybody is getting the same thing. Everyone's getting the same instruction, the same treatment, the same um, the same actions and resources directed toward them. And, you know, we grew up saying everyone is equal. And so it's a simple way to understand fairness. And it makes sense in some cases. But what we're talking about when we when we talk about equity is some of the bigger systematic problems 
um, that we've had in our country, you know, for, for decades. And we see it has creeped into schools. It's definitely in our community. Some of it is intentional and some of it is unintentional. But to address inequity, uh, we have to give people what they need. And that means that not every group of students needs the same thing. And it's, you know, it just makes sense. Everybody is coming from a different cultural experience, a different social economic experience. Um, and our students are, are very diverse. And so when we look at our students, we have to look at them as individuals and we have to look at our families and their needs. And, and give them what they need at that time. And so there is a lot of focus right now on different cultural groups, but you'll see that in the equity conference, we're also addressing some of the other inequities um, and making sure to support different groups. So just to give you an example, one of our session topics is um, uh, for our LGBTQ families and helping them to know their rights um, because that's not something that's always been at the forefront in, in education. Um, and in society in general. So we're making sure that our, our families who are identify themselves or their, their child identifies LGBTQ, we're giving them those additional resources because that's something they need. They have different rights that might not always be recognized. And so we wanna provide that. Another topic that was actually um, sort of a late to the table session topic that came up in the planning was, um, gender, uh, that there's a lot of gender bias and, and it exists in education. We know it exists in the workplace. And so we want to address that and talk about how we can support, especially our girls in certain fields. And some of the things that, that have uh, we feel have needed to happen um, to help address what already exists, the gender bias, to help our girls navigate education and become successful. Um, and so that'll be presented by one of our district principals um, with some really great statistics about um, the impact that that's had when we when we look at higher education as well. So yes, there's there's cultural um, differences that need to be addressed, and that's a big part of the conference. But there's also some other inequities that that you might not see at the forefront that we're going to try to tackle in this conference. So uh, I'm looking at the uh, the outline for the uh, breakout sessions, and it looks like there's like eight breakout sessions, and you get to choose two of them. So will they? Each of them will be repeated, and yes, you can. Yes, that's the okay. format. So each presenter will be presenting their um, exact same topic two times in a row. And so our families, our teachers, whoever decides to join us that day, they will get to um, attend one, the first session. So pick one out of the eight and then a, a second option for the, for the second session. And I think there's a good variety of topics here. Um, we're addressing mental health, we're addressing some real-time strategies um, related to the pandemic, um, and then definitely a lot that have to do with um, bias and culture. Um, I don't know if you want me to go in, in detail about any, any topics, but um, there's definitely so much that uh, initially when we were, we were planning our families to just pick one, um, as a team, we said, you know, it's just going to be too hard to pick just one, so let's make sure they can at least you know, choose two because there's a lot of great topics. I'll, I'll tell you what, I'm looking at the topics and I'd be hard pressed to even just, just choose two um, out of the eight because they're all compelling 
topics. And um, why, why don't you run through them, you know, at least give the, the topics. And then if you need to, we have plenty of time, if you need to expound upon what those mean so they get a better feel, that would be great. Okay. Um, one of the topics presented by one of our district teachers, Joy Cox, and her sister, um, Dawn Cox, is colorism. And that's a term that not a lot of families are familiar with. So I'm definitely, I, I'm looking forward to everyone expanding their, their knowledge a little bit at, at this conference. And colorism is something that affects a lot of different um, communities, different cultures around the world. Um, I can definitely identify it with it um, in, in my own um, Mexican culture. Um, and I don't want to give away too much, but it's, it's the, the idea that um, certain skin colors are um, favored or treated differently within a culture and, you know, the, the impact that that has. Um, and it, it comes out in a lot of different ways. And um, sometimes people don't even realize that it, it could be negatively impacting those who who are, are are you know within your family even um and it comes out and another mm -hmm. is school days and so that's the creative title given for the topic of supporting our african-american students in palm springs unified school district and that's going to be facilitated by one of our district um, black student union and junior black achiever advisors Alyssa everett and it'll be addressing all of the different ways that our African-American students can get connected. That's a student population in our district that um, right now our statistically shows um, is not making as many connections or is not feeling as connected um, to school as other student groups. And so it's really important that we find a way to help them stay connected to each other, to mentors within our district and to community mentors as well. So there's a few programs that'll be addressed in there. So for our parents, especially who wanna know how to help their child, uh, that would be an important session to, to participate in. Another session, oh, go ahead. Just, let me interrupt you for a second. If you're just joining us, you're listening to Learn Something New Every Day here on KGX and KWXY, and my guest is our Family Engagement Coordinator, Ruby Rivera, and we're talking about our first uh, equity conference called Rise Up Equity Community Conference, and it's coming up this coming Saturday from 10 to 12.30 p.m., and we're talking about uh, some of the breakout sessions. We'll get back to that in a second, but Ruby if uh, people want to sign up for this, they have to do it in advance or can they just? It'd be great if they did it in advance just so they can get all of their Zoom links in time. Since we'll have multiple sessions, there will be multiple um, registration links sent to them. So yes, we're, we're asking everybody to please register. And at the end of this, we can get you some of that um, website information. Um, but yes, up until, I mean, if they decide that morning that they want to sign up, we'll, we'll still send them those Zoom links. I just think that the earlier, the better. And if for some reason they absolutely can't make it on that day, most of our facilitators have given permission to record their session and we'll definitely be sharing those online through the Family Center. So they can always catch the, the workshops that they weren't able to participate in following the conference. And that's, um, that's one of the things I was going to ask, because as you're going through the, uh, the sessions, the breakout sessions, and I'm, as I said, intrigued by 
more than two of the session. So knowing that I will be able to access at least some of these, if not all of them, after the fact is also great. So I interrupted you. No so um, go on. What else do we have for breakout sessions? Perfect. Another session is uh, the, the topic is microaggressions. And this is presented by Vera Johnson and Sue Drummond, who are both part of our district's um, team of unconscious, well, now we call it conscious education. And they've been doing some great work um, for years now, training our district staff in um, bias. And this is something that uh, RCOE used to have to do. So we'd have to go to their trainings. And then we did a trainer of trainer models. And so it's really great because Vera and Sue both work in our school district and they're training our own staff and it's very well received. Um, but it's a two day workshop. It's like a full two day. Um, it's, you know, full immersion into the concepts of bias. And unfortunately for our conference, um, that's not possible to do a full two day. So they've taken just one of the many lessons and that's microaggressions that they'll be covering. Um, and I think that people will really get a lot out of that because I've heard just such great things about the experience they have with this group. What's a microaggression? It's a, it has to do with, with um, I, this is how I would describe it. It's like a, a subtle form of racism and it happens, um, you know, it could happen on a, on a more regular daily basis from someone who doesn't realize that they're saying something that could be if that mm -hmm. it's offensive. Um, and it's usually rooted in um, a, a bias or a stereotype. And sometimes people even um, will project stereotypes that they that they they see as as a positive. Um, but it's it's actually still a bias and, and it's never right to put um, a, a bias or a stereotype on an entire group of people because we know that uh, not an entire group of people is the same in any culture. Um, and so it's just helping people to identify some of those um, less overt things that we say and do and the things that we think um, that are not outright racist, but but really are rooted in, in some um, unfounded stereotypes. Gotcha. All right, next. Next, um, we, we talked about this one a little bit, is LGBTQ, know your rights and resources. Um, one of our great community partners here is um, Lex Ortega from the center in Palm Springs. And she's spoken to our district staff and she's spoken um, with, our, with our families. We've had her as a guest speaker for our LGBTQ Family Forum. Um, and so she's really passionate about supporting our families. Um, and unfortunately, a lot of our families do not know what their rights are um, when it comes to education. And so she has agreed to share her work um, and she has a great presentation about all of this uh, that she freely shares and it, it addresses laws, it addresses um, rights that, that our families have, that our students have themselves. And then really it's just about how to support, how to support children. Um, and they might not be hearing that, uh, you know, on a regular basis at their school sites. And so um, it's a really great resource to have her um, come in. Great, and you already talked about um, the gender bias. Yes. And then, 
I see trauma-informed care. What is so that? the next three sessions that we have are all coming from the Combio Group facilitators. Combio Group um, has worked with our district for years now, um, and it's led by uh, Dr. Lamar Shields. And so they have three facilitators um, coming. Well, they're not literally coming to Palm Springs. They'll be Zooming in <laughs> from all over the country. And I think Marina might even be Zooming in from Puerto Rico. So it, that's kind of exciting uh -huh. to get all different perspectives. Trauma-informed care, it, I think, is a really valuable um, uh, session to learn about how uh, trauma impacts our students. And we talk about equity, and that's, that's a different need. Um, some of our students come to us with with different levels of trauma. And when we hear the word trauma, some of us think, you know, it, you get trauma after being in, in a war or after being, you know, in a fire or, or some sort of a life-threatening situation. But trauma can really um, impact our students uh, just in their, in their childhood homes. Um, and there's different factors that contribute to that. Um, but what we can do as educators and as parents, understanding that trauma, there's different strategies and just understanding it itself is important. So that'll be another new um, topic, I think, for a lot of people to, to learn about. It was fairly new for me in the past few years as well. And then Nicole Tucker will be presenting um, research-based strategies for addressing burnout for teachers and parents. I think that that's a topic everybody can relate to at this time um, because we've been doing a lot. The pandemic has challenged us and pushed us. And I think we've all felt a little burnout at, at some point or another. And so she'll be providing uh, strategies to help us with that. And the third Combio Group presentation is from Cristobal Martinez. He's a dean at Morehouse College, and his topic is how to have the conversation about equity. And to be honest, I don't know a lot about what that that uh, session will look like, um, but it sounds like that'll be the very basic. So if someone's coming to the conference and they don't even know what equity is, it sounds like that would be a good um, starting point to learn. Well, I, I would assume, and again, I, I have no idea, but just um, based on, you know, there there's sometimes some, um, like, you know, a, a, a negative rub when you say equity to some people because they feel like, you know, if their child is not in the group that's getting, that's that's in need of, an additional service or resource that that's not that's not fair right you know because that's not equal so maybe it's about you know understanding what equity really is and the fact that it's about the resources that need to be provided to the groups that need it at the time and then maybe you know if your child is not in that particular group at that particular time, they will be at another time when they're in a different situation and in need of a certain service or resource or assistance. Absolutely, Joan. I like that way that you put it. Yeah. Um, it doesn't mean... And again, I don't know if I'm right. I just... <laughs> no, it, I think you, that that interpretation is, is great. Um, it makes sense. And it's definitely not about someone getting more. It's about everyone getting what they need. And giving to one group does not mean that the other has to lose out. It's never a, 
it's all or nothing. Um, and everyone, yeah, I right. agree. It's everyone getting just what they need. And everyone has needs at different yeah. times. I like the way you put that too, Joan. And um, before we run out of time, you mentioned Dr. Shields and he, um, the Cambio group, he founded it. He's in charge of it. He's also the keynote speaker. So what will he be talking about? He's always a dynamic speaker. The first time I met him, um, he got our superintendent, Dr. Lyon, up and dancing with some students. So I was impressed from the get-go. Um, yeah. But he really um, gets people to open up and connect, and that's the topic of his keynote. It's all about um, addressing the fact that we, we're in this together. And he uses the term Ubuntu. It's an African term, um, which I don't want to mess up the, the direct translation. So I might need to Google it. But it means something to the effect of um, uh, I am because we are. And it's really about community, understanding each other, learning from one another. Um, it's a beautiful concept. And um, if, we're, if people aren't familiar with the term Ubuntu yet, by the time he's done with his keynote, you will be a believer in, in the meaning of it. Absolutely, and I have heard him speak as well. And he is, uh, he is a dynamic, engaging speaker and um, a great um, keynote for this conference, which again is our Rise Up Equity Community Conference presented by Palm Springs Unified and our Family Engagement Center. It's on this coming Saturday, April 24th from 10 a.m. to 12.30 p.m. And it is all virtual this year because we're, that's where we still are right now here in April. Um, and you know what? That I think for something like this, it, it's not going to be a negative. I think it, it's going to be quite positive because it's, it's actually not, uh, though you'll be able to go back and see some of the sessions, if not all of the sessions uh, recorded, it is a live event. Uh, as it's happening. So Ruby, tell everybody how they can uh, sign up. I am going to have to give that information to you, I think, to share out on your website, Joan, if that's okay. If we can direct people right. to Palm Springs Absolutely. Unified School District website or social media, we will have the, the link up on there. Yes, and by the time this airs, uh, those of you who are regular listeners know we record a little in advance. So by the time the show airs, uh, we will have all of that information all over the place. I guarantee Definitely. you. So Ruby, we talked about, you know, there's certainly been some downsides to this pandemic. There's been a lot of downsides and, uh, you know, the effects of our kids not being in school has certainly affected them academic and emotionally. But we also have silver linings. And I know because I am fortunate enough to be, uh, I follow you on Instagram. <laughs> I know that you and your family, um, you and Eddie, who is one of our esteemed staff members and your four kids have really throughout this whole pandemic it's been just you guys i mean you know yeah you really have not done no a lot and after you guys got your you and eddie got your second vaccine and i think it was on the anniversary of when we had to mm -hmm. shut down and 
this became a mess. I was really struck by the fact that you wrote on your Instagram post, uh, along with a bunch of family pictures, that this has been the healthiest year ever for your family. And before we leave, I want I want to leave on a really positive note. Tell me why why it was. Oh, for so many reasons, actually. Literally, we didn't get sick. Um, not even a cold this year. I cooked at home. We we haven't been to a restaurant in over a year. And, you know, you know, my busy schedule, I was used to eating fast food, you know, daily, really. Um, and, you know, with right. sports, we were just always on the road. And, you know, we, we've been in quarantine, so we haven't eaten out. Um, we've done a few pizza um, deliveries, you know, for special occasions. <laughs> but besides that, I haven't mm -hmm. visited any any of those places. So I, I know we're healthier in that regard. And then, you know, for me and Eddie, we didn't used to really go outside and run around with the kids, but realizing they're not getting recess, um, we, you know, we try to encourage it at home. So when we can, we're out there playing tag and um, throwing the football. So definitely more, more physically active with the kids as well. So I would say in all of those ways, it's been our healthiest year. And that is inspiring, Ruby. And you, my dear, are inspiring. Thank you, thank you for everything that you do for us each and every day. And, you know, we haven't had a chance to talk about it, but we do have, we're going to have the uh, Excellence Awards coming up on May 28th virtually. And it's going to be great because last year's was virtual and it was spectacular. And check out the... Uh, family engagement website because there's a whole bunch of activities going on each and every week. Ruby, thank you. Thank you, thank you. Our show airs each Sunday right here on KWXY and KGX. Our podcast is uploaded each week. Please subscribe by going to iTunes. Look, be learn something new. Press subscribe. Please tell all your friends to do the same. Thank you so much for listening. Thank you, Jasmine and Myra. Thank you again, Ruby, and we will see you next week.